0: you're listening to radio md she's a chiropractic physician lecturer author entrepreneur and talk show host she's dr
1: suzanne bennett it's time now for wellness for life radio here's dr suzanne in order to heal anything you have to feel everything you have to walk through your experiences and pains and embrace everything around you which got you to where you are at this present moment These are the words of my next guest, Sarah Schulting Krantz. She's a professional life and leadership coach, motivational speaker, and certified wilderness guide. She specializes in helping those who have suffered hardship or trauma to find forgiveness and strength in their lives through guided wilderness retreats. And she has a new book out, Walk Through This, Harness the Healing Power of Nature and Travel the Road to Forgiveness. So excited to have you here. Welcome to Wellness for Life, Sarah. Thank you for having me
0: on. I really I'm really appreciative of this.
1: You got it. Gosh. You know, can you give us a bit about your backstory? And what got you inspired to write a book about forgiveness?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so I'm just gonna dive right in because that's how I operate. <laughs> I <laughs> love was, it. Well, you know, there's no other way, right? Um, so I when I was 17 years old, um, I was raped by somebody I knew. And um, I'm from a small village in Wisconsin. And I went to press charges, and uh, the police refused to do so, and even with the fact that I ended up being pregnant as a result of this rape. And it was during that time that I really experienced my first traumatic, um, very, very deep betrayal uh, trauma, relational betrayal trauma. I didn't realize that that's actually what it even was at the time. I actually chose to keep my son. I birthed him, and then I also kept him. And there's a lot just in the time. There's a lot in my book that goes about how I talk about the um, how I was so betrayed not only by the police but by society and um, you know different people within the social services program. Just it just went really deep, and it was devastating. I mean, I really um, experienced so much PTSD, which didn't even realize it at the time. I still went to college. I went to Madison. Um, while I was there, I met my husband, uh, who became my best friend. And we had we got married, had two more children together. And I was married for 17 years when I found out that he had been betraying me with men for 14 of them. Um, it, we're coming up on seven years this Thanksgiving Eve that I found out. And my uh, discovery was devastating because, as happens in trauma, it um, was not only so traumatic at the time, like it just shook my life and my family and everything, but it also brought back the trauma from my past. And so this, this, the PTSD was then even worse because all of the trauma that I had not fully dove into in my past all of a sudden came flooding forward. And when you talk about forgiveness, what's interesting is the moment that he actually told me what had been going on, I found out, and actually in a very devastating way, but then he he did come truthful as well. Um, I looked at him at that moment and I said, I want a divorce, but I will forgive you someday. And where that came from was from the 17-year-old girl within me who had to figure out a way to overcome her trauma, overcome her pain, And to really step into um, a life, you know, with power and with grace, because I had this child that I was now raising. And I honor her in that moment, in her voice and being able to say, you know what, Um, you've done this before, you've been here, and you know how to get through this. And the one thing that I learned at 17 was the most important person to believe in is yourself. And my mom actually taught me that. My mom was the one who would walk, she walked me down Main Street of my town when I was pregnant. She kept saying, hold your head high, live in your integrity. People will believe you someday. And my book was birthed out of that experience. Um, And I'm now 47 today, happier than ever. It took 30 years to bring this book forth. And I'm really proud. I'm proud of my 17-year-old self. That's who I'm most proud of.
1: Mm, Gosh, you have gone through so much. You, um, Mention about the word forgiveness that the definition is not what you believe. Is that correct? What we, what we I do? Know I,
0: I yeah, yeah I, I believe that we as a society look at forgiveness as you know it, it actually came to fruition that um, I never put the entire timeline together that forgiveness was the foundation of everything until I was asked to do a TED talk. Um, a year ago, and I was preparing for this TED Talk with the executive producer, and she just kept questioning me, how is it that you're just so happy? How is it that you've worked through all of this? And, you know, nature is a huge part of me. That's why I wrote this book. I guide people in the canyon. Nature is such a healing part. But when we were in conversation, I said to her, well, I forgive the people who have hurt me most. And she asked me, well, how do you define forgiveness? And when I explained it to her that, It doesn't mean I'm forgetting that it happened. I'm not pardoning it. I'm not saying that it's okay, but that I'm choosing in that moment that I'm forgiving to hand back the pain that was given to me because of somebody else's discretion and what they were going through in their journey. And we looked up the term forgiveness in the dictionary, and I was blown away at what I read. And so it was through that that I actually um, realized, okay, you know what? Yeah, trauma is definitely healing me, but it's also my my ability to forgive is what's
1: really getting to the core because at the core of that is just pure love tell me the um what you read in the new in the dictionary what forgiveness meant
0: so if you look up the definition of merriam-webster's um forgive it says to cease to feel resentment against an offender pardon forgive one's enemies to grant forgiveness I had to learn to forgive and forget now I was blown away when I read that, to be honest with you. I mean, blown away, because that's not at all how I view forgiveness. Right. And, you know, and I, and I do. I believe that we not, you know, words matter. Like, how you speak to yourself matters. How you speak to other people matters. How I'm speaking to you right now matters, because other people listen. And so when I'm writing, I'm very careful at what I write and how I write, because it, that's my voice. And if mm. this is the voice of society, we have an issue. Like we have a major problem, and so
1: I really believe that we need to change the definition in the dictionary. When I look at the word forgiveness, I actually don't think of, at least the way I uh, defined forgiveness in my life. To me, it's a. An, action word it's a physical word meaning it you got to mm-hmm. do it through the physicality of the trauma in your body that's how i look at forgiveness you you know they'd say but well you can forget about it forgive and forget and that's all in the mind but boy that's right. not true at least in my book when i do the work i do with my patients i work on the physic physical trauma of the the pain and when you release that physical trauma, which I think that's what we're going to talk about next, um, is yeah. is how you truly forgive. Because the release and elimination of the uh, triggers, they dissipate. They will go away. And that's when you realize you have forgiven. Hmm. Okay, well, I love so, you. So, <laughs> I feel the <laughs> same. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so glad. You know what? I've not read your book yet but i ah. really felt a kinship when yeah. i learned about your book because i'm someone that you would w- have been in nature my whole life I, I'm, I was born in South Seoul Korea, South Korea, and, and I was on a mountain and you know, I've got, been through a, a great deal of trauma with my family as well. Um, nothing in, in the way you have, but you know growing up with, with uh, Korean parents and an alcoholic uh, who's a manic depressive father and a physical abuse. I mean there's a, there was a lot of stuff. so I am really understanding you and what your work is all about. and you talk about in your book, uh, you teach people how nature is the way to free yourself from the pain. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about what how you started using nature for you? Absolutely. I would like to just really quick too. It's interesting that you bring this up about the mind versus
0: the body because that also it relates to nature, right? Like we right. in society are such a mindset society, and you cannot mindset forgiveness. So if you're going to look at somebody and say, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to I'm going to forgive them, you cannot fully go through that process until you drop into your heart. And so when I am, and in your intuition, like your gut brain, and so when I'm guiding people through nature, I'm connecting them. I'm not connecting them. They're connecting with the space around them, outside of the four walls that we live in, outside of their head, dropping into their heart, their connection with spirit, the connection with nature, the connection with self, which then also allows them to somatically heal through the process and drop in and do the forgiveness, practice, like to be with the forgiveness practice. Um, you know, I'm I, your mountain, the summit that you mentioned, it's so interesting, because every one of my intuitive hits, my healing moments, the transformational moments that I've had, have been in nature. None of them have happened in four walls. And mm. one in a support group, which is also why this works. Because when I'm with my clients, we do it in group and we have support. So I it started when I was 17, you know, I, I would plop my little butt down in cornfields. I would go and watch the creek go by. I was in a very, very small village of 1,100 people farming community. And I would walk the back roads and connect with something so much greater than myself and my traumas. I didn't even realize it at the time that that's what was happening. And yet looking back, I can now appreciate and see what was occurring. When this happened to me at 40, I knew it was like, I instinctively knew. And that, again, it's that 17 year old girl within me that was still healing as well. Grab your paddle boards there, go onto the ocean. So I would go paddle with seals and dolphins. And I, I talked to animals <laughs> like people sometimes think I'm like, what are you doing? I literally would have conversations. <laughs> oh dolphins, no, I, I do the same. <laughs> I literally would be like, yeah, you're right. I'd be like, Hey guys, thank you for being here with me. And I would, and here's the thing though, is that, They listen, too. Right. We tend to think that the only person that can hear you is the human that's beside you. Right. But that's not true. Like you can have these experiences with animals and with nature that we because of the mindset piece. Right. Like we're told like, oh, they're not really listening. They're not understanding you. How do you know that? And I mean, I've been lost in fog on the Pacific Ocean and had a pot of dolphins come out of nowhere and guide me back into shore because I asked for them. I literally was out there going, hey, guys, I need assistance. I'm in the fog, like literally, like not only not only physically in the fog, but metaphorically in the fog. It was I was in great trauma then and I was healing. And this is the work that I do when I'm out in nature because, you know, it's so much more powerful than what we even understand, I believe, than science is even giving us um, or providing us, I, I not only did it on the ocean, but I would go into the Grand Canyon, I would go deep within myself, I would go deep into that space. And I would really like meditate on the trail and, and understand that I'm just, I'm one human, right? Like my traumas are my traumas are in our, in our differences. We have so many similarities. And that is the one thing that I've realized through all of this, uh, I'm really sorry to hear that you've gone through everything and I relate in a different sort of way. So it's very fascinating how we look at somebody and we say, okay, well, but theirs is so much bigger than mine or there's this or there's that. No, we're all human connection right now. We're in major trauma in this world. Right. And so the power of this is so much greater than what we even realize. Um, and quite frankly, it's such a beautiful gift. Like, like we really have such a beautiful gift in this world and um yeah there's I mean,
1: no doubt that uh i feel the same way about uh, with my 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 parents knew no better they didn't know any better they they had their issues when they were growing up too from their childhood and my father didn't know any better i mean i i'm i'm someone that actually thanked my i think my parents in my prayers because i was guided uh, in a beautiful way in a divine way to be able to search out and want more in my life and if it wasn't for what I experienced, I don't think I would have ever done that, you know? And I know that nature has been a huge, huge part. There's something about being in uh, fresh air. I'm someone that's big in water. I I have a house in Mexico, so I'm always in the ocean. I've swam with at least, I don't know, 50 different whale sharks in my lifetime and um, swam with wild dolphins as well. And, I mean, the information I get um, from that, it teaches you so much about life, just being in, and observing in nature that I, I think that's what um, I wife for you it's been so healing as well as for me. And for me it's it's a continuous way of rejuvenating my body. Cause I'm a fifty-eight now and you know, at this age I want to continue to maintain my mind and freshen up my energy level, my mitochondria, my gut. And I think the missing piece for all people all around the world is the nature piece. And you talk about a disorder that we all have, the nature deficit disorder. And I'd like to know how you, uh, what it is and how you diagnose it. Well, so I don't,
0: this is Richard Lou. So when I did the research on this, um, two people really helped me to understand how nature was actually healing. Three, actually. One was Richard Louvre, and he's actually the one that coined nature deficit disorder and how we are being pulled from what makes us feel most alive, which is being outside. Um, And he talks about how the society is becoming more and more technological. And especially during this time, right during COVID, we're now teaching our, our kids are having to be on screens and we're on screens more like we're working constantly from. Um, from this space instead of the space of getting outside and actually, you know, (laughs) riding our bike to work or doing all the things and, you know, being out in nature. This is actually him. I, um, I found it fascinating because he really talked about how being outside again, like that's where we feel most alive. Now, Bethel Vandercroft talks about within the body keeps a score, you know, this book, right? Like he talks about somatic healing and how trauma sits in our body and how, in order to release the, um, in order to release ourselves from, and to rewire our brain from the trauma in our past, we have to create most alive moments in the present, so that we can connect to that in within our own mind, right, and within our own body. And what's fascinating is he's telling us find more alive moments. Richard Louv is saying we feel most alive outside, right? And so this whole connection piece of it, I was like, whoa, well, this makes sense how I literally have been healing from the deepest traumas. I was in so much PTSD Mm -hmm. that I even had that moment of if I just smash my car into the 405, I can just let go of all of this. That said, I also have three most amazing children who I wanted to create. I wanted them to learn from this as well. And I needed to be there for them. And I, I, I love my life. So the reason I share that though is because there are people also where they're so traumatized that they don't know what to do. And so it's not even about just the doing, it's about just getting outside and allowing yourself to be. Um, Also uh, Florence Williams wrote the nature fix. You have to follow her and start reading her stuff. It is amazing. I had her on my podcast and we were talking about how nature affects the brain and the body
1: and the scientific research behind it. So once I started, can you give me research, that name again? What was that? Can you give me that name of that uh, and uh, the woman yeah, you were just Florence mentioned? Florence Williams. Florence Williams. She wrote the Nature Fix. She's incredible, and
0: I have so much respect for her. And I and I mean I I quote her in my book quite a bit um, because I remember the day that I was walking down the road reading her book. Somebody, somebody. I was actually doing um, I was doing the book proposal for my book, and somebody said. Um, Stacy told me if she was helping me with my proposal. And she said, you have to go read this. And I pulled up the literature and I'll never forget walking down the road, highlighting everything in her book, going, oh my gosh, this is why this is working. Oh my gosh. You know, and, um, and it's mm-hmm. because what happens is our frontal lobe, especially right now, you know, being in with technology, our front, our frontal lobe of our brain is in overload. And we're, we're constantly in the task mastering and the thoughts and the, the rewires and the how did you and how could you have my frontal lobe was so, I wish that somebody would do a brain scan for me because my frontal lobe was in hyper, it was an overdrive. And um, when I would go out into nature, I would have clarity. Hence, that's when I had all of my moments, my aha moments, my awe moments, and what happened was my frontal lobe when I'm out in nature, it slows down, and now I can feel it. Now I, now that I understand what's really truly happening, I can actually feel it. My clients can too when we're in the Grand Canyon, working on these, when we're on our retreats, and the cerebellum, the back part of your brain, which is where your clarity lives, where you can actually understand things more, that rises, right? And so we have these like aha moments when we're in nature that we can't have when we're in four walls, or if we are going to have them in four walls, it's going to definitely take us a lot more time than if we are right. outside and actually healing.
1: Mm, that's great. You know, in my book, The Seven Day LG Makeover, I write about nature bathing. And that even though, if you, if you even, if even if you're in the city, there's a way to connect with nature. People forget that taking a shower or a bath, that's actually water from nature. Yeah. And you can start right there, you know, and I mean, I've i even put stones into my bathtub and crystals to just get more energy and vibration of nature within my bath. You can even go into your, like an apartment, if you even have plants, you know, on your, your uh, balcony, there's so many different things. You know, I live in Los Angeles and, um, Uh, I used to go down to Mexico a lot, but since COVID, I could not and months and months would go by. So uh, what I did was I bought an RV. I bought an RV so I can travel. And let me tell you that whole thing. You went to Grand Canyon. I went to Zion and into Utah, Zion and Bryce Canyon. mm. And let me, oh my gosh, the energy that I felt of these ancient, rock formations and, you know, red rock, it's literally red rock, I wanted to lay on it all day long, because I felt that that healing energy, there's infrared energy, people don't realize there was infrared energy in these rocks, you know, and there's so much more, but um, that was one of them. So when you go to these places, these majestic places, or even just your, your backyard, uh, or, or a park in the middle of the city, it will make a difference for you. Yeah. I live in Hermosa Beach. You should have driven by and picked me up. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Why don't I do that? Oh my God. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. We I will get definitely together, get, girl. make sure that producer, you bought, you got it. You know, I was thinking, I was literally thinking about having some of my friends uh, cause you know, we love traveling in my RV together. Like this weekend, we're supposed to go to Ojai with a couple of my friends. I think we need to go on like a, a trip for girls and do a retreat a nature retreat just and you be our guide oh i'll totally. wouldn't that, that. be amazing i'd love it oh that would heartbeat. be so much fun. in the heartbeat absolutely sarah i, I think this. you and i are <laughs> two peas in a pod <laughs> when it comes to all of our things i love this i really want to talk more but we've got to get off now we're just going you know, over our time, we're going into that. Tell us more about where we can find your book. I know uh, it's brand new. Yeah. So excited. I'll make sure that I share it with my people. Uh, what? Where can we find more about you and your retreats as well?
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: So my website
0: is sarahshiltoncrans.com. You can find me on social media, Sarah Shilton um, on Instagram, same with Facebook. My business Facebook is Live Boldly with Sarah Shilton We're on my book. You can find in my website. All of my retreat information is in there. Um, We do have them coming up December, January, April, June, and October. Yes, that's it. Um, And then we're working on a documentary. And if you would like to go and see some of the footage from the Grand Canyon, I took, uh, we took 10 women down over Thanksgiving of this last year. And you can see that at walkthroughthis.com. Um, the documentary will be out. We, we believe fall of twenty twenty one. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful documentary.
1: Mm, I can't wait. I just want to go ahead and spell out Sarah's website. Uh, she has a long name, Sarah, and that's S A R A without an H, Sarah. And that Schulting, and that's S-C-H-U-L-T-I-N-G, Kranz, with a K, K K-R-A-N-Z, N-Z, K-R-A-N-Z.com. And then, of course, if you look for her book, Walk Through This, uh, which is is coming out, I think by the time our recording uh, podcast comes out, it'll already be out, I'm sure, a best-selling book on all Mm. of the, and it's a book that's going to be found in the bookstores as well.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target. Yeah. Any any bookstore, any bookstore, any fine bookstore,
1: because they're all fine. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) I love it. Sarah, thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on our show. Thank
0: you. I really
1: appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too great information thank you so much for listening to our show i know you've learned a great deal such valuable information of why it's so important to connect yourself to nature and much more so you know do share the show with your loved ones go out there and get the book uh and sarah's book walk through this And uh, I know it'll change your life for the better. Please subscribe if you haven't already so we can continue to do our very best here on Wellness for Life if you need help in any way for your health issues. I work with people globally through phone and Skype consultations. My contact info is available on my website, drsuzanne.com. And until next time, go out there and live your best life today full of energy, enthusiasm, and ultimate health and wellness. This is Dr. Suzanne sharing natural strategies on the Wellness for Life show right here on Radio MD. Stay well.